20 Day Fiance. Hello, <laughs> you're listening to 420 Day Fiance, a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and its various iterations. And also adjacent trash. Today, we're going to be talking about Married at First Sight. And if you're like, who is we? I just hear you alone. (laughs) Well, you're correct. Miles Gray is still on assignment in Costa Rica. But fear not, there's still a we. Because we are joined once again by the lovely and delightful Ashley Ray. Hello, I'm so happy to be back. You've you've pulled me into this show and, and I love it. I love that we're both in the garbage, knee deep in garbage juice together. Yeah, like this, this is a new level. And I I didn't know at first if it would resonate. And it does. It does. I am so glad that uh, I've pulled you down into this filth with me. (laughs) So we are going to be talking about Married at First Sight, season 14, episode six, Dark Side of the Honeymoon. Hmm. What I love about that is we already thought it was pretty fucking dark for Chris. They really took it to 11. Yeah, it got darker. Yeah, I would say this was the darker side of the honeymoon. It it was real. When I look at my notes for this episode, I have like four lines on everyone but Chris and Alyssa. (laughs) Um, and everyone's comments to them and about them, which are also in that section. Yeah. So we're just going to get everybody else out of the way. Just talking about their solo shit. Then pretty much, I think most of this is going to be Chris and Alyssa. Absolutely. With cameos from the other cast as they're like, oh my God. Okay. So let's start with Katina and Elijah Wan, or as a lot of people have been affectionately calling him, oh. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Um, which is not something that girls he has sex with ever say. I don't think so. I don't get that 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 feeling from him. No, I would say. no. Maybe when they realize they just got a new STD. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. So <laughs> he Wakes up in bed with Katina. He has decided to bless her with his presence instead of going to the gym. And he really wants her to know that, that she's very blessed and very, very lucky. He's like, you know, I'm actually going to spend time with you. You're welcome. And as we know, he loves himself a series of tests. Oh, yeah. If I was going to give him a nickname, it would be a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. This motherfucker be setting up tests. Left and right, trying to manipulate the ball or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you don't need to do all that. You are not a prize. Nope. He's like he's like the SATs. The way he's <laughs> trying to make us take a test. Like, no, I'm. T- I hate it. Everything with him feels that way. It's gross. He already had his test at the gym, where he was like, "Let's see if I can make you cry at the gym by just constantly telling you." That you're doing stuff wrong and what you should be doing and that not to smile, to smile, but not to laugh. Yeah. Like, so ugh, gross. And now the new test is can't wait to see if you can ride a real horse. Yes. Which, okay, I, I took horseback riding lessons in my life. I love horseback riding. 
but I do understand some people are terrified of it. It's like, I have friends who refuse to get on a horse. So I understood why she was so like, you know, leave me alone. Don't be pushy. Like, I want to go slow. And he didn't understand at all. It's also so much about the sentence. Can't wait to see if she can ride a horse for a real horse. Yeah. There's so many things that are confusing about that sentence. One, as opposed to all the fake horses fake you've horses? seen people ride yeah. and tell is, you about that is they he were saying real? That, that he's essentially like riding him is like riding a fake horse. Is that the comparison? Like, I think it is like he's alluding to himself having like a he's horse a stallion day. in his own eyes. Yeah, in I his see. own eyes. So mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, I know I think he's like, I know she can ride a fake horse like me. Let's <laughs> see if she can ride a real horse. Jenny Wine should have written fake horse for me as his big hit instead of riding yeah. my pony. <laughs> my fake um, horse. I love horseback riding. I'm with you. It's amazing. You look in those in those motherfucking giant eyes and you're like, what the fuck yeah. is the world is peace. You know, yeah, you get connected to each other. It's it's it can be really nice. But, you know, for people who aren't animal people, they have a hard time with it. And I think that's what Katina was going through. I, well, she she's not wrong. It's a terrifyingly yeah. large animal that yeah. weighs so much that if they step on you, it's bad. Yeah, they throw you, on you. It's bad. You don't have like a seatbelt or anything. Uh, a lot of people feel really out of control. So, like, I felt where she was coming from. And it's not like he was so good at it that he could, like, comfort her and, like, show her what he was doing. Like, he was just as bad at it as her. So I understood why she was like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, there's no one really with me who knows what they're doing here. You know? It, yeah. He was really fucking annoying because he acted like the president of horses. And it was his first yeah. time on a horse, too. Yeah, like, it's like he was not doing any better. Up. Yeah, you are also, you should be more scared than you are, honestly. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't know what you're doing, but you're like, I want to go fast. So I remember this experience. Yeah. And what he's a like, loser. He's like trying to push her. And it's like, yeah, that's not, I think, how she's going to have fun on this honeymoon. Also, what is the testing for her to be able to ride a horse? You're not a cowboy. Y'all are going back to Boston. Yeah. Like, what does this prove to you? And yeah, I guess he, he tried to be like, oh, well, it shows like she's willing to try new things. But it's like you already know that. Like she went to the gym with you. Like, yeah, she'll try new things. But it's like she you know, married you a stranger. Yeah. I'd I say think she's you like, can put to bed the question of whether she'll try new shit. Yeah. Like, is she exciting? Yeah. dude, She married. A sh- I think that's fine. I think you'll be good there. He's so controlling and also incredibly annoying. Because he says shit like, I won't stop living my life because my wife is uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, bro, you know, all you uh, do is flag play, bro. Just yeah. pulling out the red flags all red the time. Fl- like, he's just so selfish. He is also really high on himself. He's yeah. really smelling himself. And uh, he says that she's being dramatic. And she goes, because I'm scared. Yeah. This is a dramatic situation. Like, what are you not getting? Like, yeah, I'm being dramatic because to me, this is drama. Yeah. Also, it's so fucked up when all you needed to do is just take her hand and say, hey, it's totally going to be okay. This is also my first time 
You got this. We'll go a little slow. We'll go a little slow. I'm right here with you. You know, we'll slow it down. We can just like, you know, sit for a bit. We don't have to move. But no, he's just like, come on, if you're not pushing yourself, you're wasting this opportunity. And it's like, this is already a big enough thing. And it's like supposed to be a relaxing activity. (laughs) It's not supposed to be an activity where you're stressing someone out about them not doing something well enough the first time they've tried it. Yeah, it's like that that defeats the purpose of like a nice, mellow horseback ride with your loved one. If it's like, oh, no, they're trying to race me. <laughs> yeah. I like think he wanted to race. Suddenly it turns out that he wanted to marry a jockey and you're like, yeah. I was unprepared. <laughs> I just was not ready. Like, I like, you know, I didn't understand why he was trying to like be like a big cowboy. It was like, <laughs> calm down, dude. Like, you're not going to show off here. Like, there's. You're not going to leave. I'm sure the horse knows not to leave like this area. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that horse has been doing that job for a long time. Also, I hate it when he was like, after they finished horseback riding, he was like, have a seat. Like she's in the fucking principal's office and he needs to tell her about her behavior. No, ma'am. No, it's like, who do you think you are? Like, I don't know how she puts up with this. That should honestly be his motto. Yeah. And he says, maybe, I mean, all of the things I've said so far are really creepy. um, But I feel like the one that takes the cake for the episode is, I would never put you through anything I didn't think you can't handle. Yes. And like, I'm like, you have known her for less less than a week and you think you know what she can handle better than her. I'm sorry, are you Jamie Spears talking about Britney Spears' conservatorship? Because that is what you're giving me right now. Yeah. You're giving me, um, no, I'll tell you when you're done performing and or having an IUD. You don't get a say. Like, you. that's not how this works, buddy. Like, so upsetting. I'm always going to push you. I'm like, well, that's... A terrible promise to make to someone. Yeah. That is your wife. I'm just always going to push you on things that should be relaxing and fun because that's when it matters. Not about your like personal goals in life, just about the things that excite me and that I want to do. I do not respect your instincts or desires. Yeah. (laughs) Is what I heard when he said, I'm always going to push you. Exactly. He also clowned her about her asking if there were fish in water. Yeah, uh, he just look at this dumb bitch. Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of fish in the water. Like, you know what kind of fish, dude. Shut up. You don't know anything. Uh, I wanted to be like, yeah, name five fish, period. Yeah, name one fish in this water. (laughs) Just one species, and I will be like, okay, fair. (laughs) And then the irony of this entire thing is that when we hear from Michael on what he thinks of O's relationship with Katina after the whole pushing thing also happens in front of them and he clowns her asking the fish question in front of them, then Michael's like, um, yeah, like I could see how like maybe in the future, you know, something like that could get uncomfortable, but 
O knows how to self-correct. Yeah. Have you Which met I, O? Guys, like, so you, have you not been paying attention to this man? Because no, he does not. No, he doesn't. He does not know how to self-correct. Look at his tattoos. Like. You can't self-correct judgment in red, judgment day on your fucking stomach. No. Yeah. It's just like, I don't, he has so much. He just needs to change so much about the way he treats her that I just don't see how this can go anywhere. Or anyone. Yeah. The way he treats anyone at all. It's not like there's a perfect woman that would unlock him or something. It's just pretty fucking clear in every way that he is a selfish fuckboy who's used to being a chameleon to get any kind of pussy that he's craving at the moment. Like it's fucking Postmates. Yep. And uh, he needs to stop that before he can ever, ever have a relationship with anyone. Yeah, I think I think someone's going to have to, like, knock him down. He's going to have to meet a woman who just, like, breaks his heart and tears him to pieces. Okay, I have a good question for you. If you could pull someone from the 90-day universe into the maths universe that you think could change. Oh, who would it be? That's a good question. I mean, I I feel like I gotta go with Anfisa. I feel like Anfisa is the appropriate villain to really knock him into place, show him the consequences of his actions. Yeah. Damn. Force him to be responsible. Like Anfisa never played. Like are correct. And this is why you're the professor of 90 Day Fiance. Of 90 Day, yeah. Like, he needs someone like Anfisa who's not going to be, like, impressed by what he's trying to make up. Like, Anfisa would just call him out, go key his car, and be like, do better. I love it. And then she would go pump some iron and be fucking yes. incredible and get be her better than him. Yeah, be better than him at the gym. It would be great. <laughs> yes. She's like, actually, let me dark phoenix your ass. Yeah. Guess what? I took you to the gym for a test. (laughs) Honestly, I'd watch a show where Anfisa just bullies men. I would watch that. That's the next TLC franchise. That's the next spinoff. It's just like Anfisa travels the world bullying men. It's great. Bro, that's the best idea ever. What we should... Yeah. The pitch is... They... Make all the worst kind of people from like 90 day maths, etc. Yeah. They like send them to her like it's like boot camp. But she yeah. just like tears your soul apart. She tears your soul apart. She makes you like question your faith in the reality you knew. Make you, she, you know, you question your faith in yourself. And then at the end of it, you're like, I have to be a better person. I think that's what Amphisa could do if she had a spinoff. And it is the only way I think that TLC can even begin to make up for all the fuckery and predator (laughs) casting that they've done. (laughs) Although I don't want Amphisa to feel like it's work. I guess if she's getting paid, she'd be cool. Yeah, she'd be cool with it. I love that I'm worried about this like it's real. I Like she'd get a good host (laughs) fee, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're going to steal it, don't. 
Don't Ashley do it. Ashley and I are very litigious. Very litigious. Yeah. Okay, TLC, I know you're listening. Don't even think about it. Not even for one second. Uh-uh. Don't do it. Our people are already out to Anfisa. So. Yeah. Like she. Day. Yeah, please. All right. Let's move on to. Um, Mock the Shock and Lindsay. Little old Lindsay and Mock the Shock. It really shocked the shit out of me that the their segment began with her peacefully cuddling on his chest after a seemingly good night together. Yeah. And they, even though I mean, she said, I'm going to pull way back. Yes. I, okay. I actually did kind of like that because they said they were like, we got into a fight, we worked through it. And then, you know, we, you know, we had a good night. We didn't go to bed angry at each other. And that is important. Like, I do think that's how intimacy is built. Like she said, through, you know, working through the fights and still being there for each other. So I kind of was like, respect. I had a lot of respect for that. Just as I was starting to think, you know what? This is looking kind of good. Lindsay hasn't been drunk in a couple days. Yeah. Her voice and mannerisms are totally different. She doesn't seem nearly as annoying. She seems quieter. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, they could work this out, right? I think so. I I did wonder if, like, there was some sort of, like, dicking down that occurred to, like, get, like, I, I, I got they the definitely feeling. fucked. Yeah, like, she got some good dicking down and was like, okay, I, I can calm down. I think maybe they found out that they're both like, oh, we can we can fuck when we're angry people. Yeah. And then they're exactly. like, oh, this, we can work through this marriage. This is going to be fine. Yeah. And honestly, that is a hot and important part of any marriage is like, so are hot. you capable of having angry sex? Really helps. Yeah. So they have like a boring conversation about religion, praying, wanting a big family. Uh, She wants one. He says he wants. As big a family as he can afford, which pragmatic. Oh, also, yeah. also, what if it's that like that's like two point seven four children? Yeah, I was like, how do you calculate <laughs> that? Like, what you can afford at any given time? And that that to me was an interesting answer. Like, I I had a lot more questions about that. Yeah, I was like, oh, you did not ask enough follow up questions, Lindsay. Yeah, like. So this next part is where I started to think, uh oh, maybe they won't make it. And the reason is Mark's phone has been ringing off the hook. Oh, yeah. Entire honeymoon. Full time. From apparently his landlady slash mother figure. Yeah. Who knows he's on honeymoon, according to Lindsay. And is like, no, I don't care. We have shit to deal with. And sent him on his honeymoon a revised li- uh, lease that now said no cats, perfectly knowing <laughs> that he has three fucking cats. Yeah. No and cats. then he's also marrying a lady with two more cats. With two more cats. <laughs> like fully knowing this and just being like, you know what? Screw the both of you. So this is my theory, Ashley. Okay, now we get to the secrets section. Yeah, we're sort of starting to get there. Like, it it was a weird thing where it was like, like, 
the cat thing. And then there was a mention of like bed bugs and like what's happening there. There is no fucking way that that is his landlady or a mother figure because he is taking all of the calls. Yeah. And he's leaving the room quite a bit, which I find fascinating. Also, I do not believe that someone like a landlord whose entire job it is to exploit you can also be your mother figure unless they're letting you pay way less rent. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like it's a shitty place. Like, it doesn't sound like it's nice. It does kind of sound like he's probably just like renting a room or something from like like someone he maybe said he'd only be staying with for like six months. And now the person is like, get the fuck out. Like, what are you doing? Like, I fucking her. I maybe I could see that. I, I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe like this is a friend with benefits thing, like someone he used to yes. hook up with. Ding, ding, ding. I think it is messy. And the reason they're fucking up as honeymoon is because they're like, oh, you're not fucking me. You're not going to be fucking her. That's for damn sure. Have a good honeymoon. Yeah. Because it was too many excuses. It was the lease and it was the bed bugs. Bed and the, bugs. Like, which is it? Which problem is it? It's, it was just so many problems that you could tell he was lying because it's like no one like that's not like no one has this much shit happen with their landlord like it's like something's going on where he's looking for an excuse for something or he needs like some kind of cover it's all weird also when she when Lindsay was uh offering to like help him with it he just stayed really quiet like, yeah he thought if like he was quiet for long enough she would just, she would just like yeah she would just like it. forget <laughs> And she, of course, is getting, like, all fired up. She's like, I don't like how he's being treated. I'm a little mama bear. And it's like, you don't even, <laughs> there's no way you even know the actual situation. You've known this man for six days. Yeah. Maybe, just just maybe see what the deal is before you're like, I'm going to sue this stranger or whatever the fuck you, you were thinking. Yeah. Because uh, something tells me Mark the Shark is not on the right side here. I, I feel like <laughs> odds are he is the party who has done the foul move. Um, I strongly agree. I strongly agree and think he's fucking his mother figure slash landlady, which seriously, I don't know why, but I'm picturing someone disgusting. I mean, yeah, I could see like some kind of situation where it's like a, sex for cheap rent and then he's not there for the sex because he's off on married at first sight mm. and then she's getting mad kicking him out and that's why he's like leaving the room to whisper sweet nothings like baby this means nothing it's just a tv show totally i definitely see that um and i also see that uh the possibility of us finding out that the reason it sounds so weird to us that he said mother figure slash landlady is that when we meet her, she actually won't maybe be a mother figure yeah. and will be exactly Lindsay's age. Ooh. That's my other theory. I feel These like my two I feel theories. like she'll she'll be a little older, but not old enough that Lindsay buys the mother thing. 
Not mother figure old is what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, not mother figure old. Yeah. So mm, this is getting messy, Mark. I think it's getting messy. Yeah. I'm confused. I don't believe you on those phone calls. I think you're a bad liar. Yeah, I, I just think something's coming up and he's he's looking for an out. Ding, ding, ding. So now we move on to the most beautiful and boring couple. Oh, t- oh, come on. Steve and Noy. Ah, uh, they're so cute. So he says the same shit that Elijahwan was saying, which is, I love adventures and I need a wife that loves adventures. What the fuck is this adventure time? <laughs> You know, like, yeah, what are these men doing? Like, you know, they all just live in Boston and like what walk Boston common. Is that like their big adventure? Like they need a they need a wife who can handle that. Like what? (laughs) You also can't force people to be adventurous in the exact same way you are. Yeah. Like just because she doesn't want to climb around outside doesn't mean she's not adventurous. adventurous. Exactly. Like everybody has a different kind of adventurous. And I'd say any lady getting married at first sight, they got some adventure in them. Exactly. So I really would like these dudes to calm down. It's like you're very picky for someone that lives in a fucking van. Exactly. Stop with the endurance test. Yeah. And no, stop trying to make it so that they have to impress you. Yeah. Makes no sense. They're not doing that shit to you. Yeah. I'm a bit disappointed that she's nervous. Okay. Sorry that she failed your test, too. Yeah, like, what do you want from her? That she gets to have valid feelings. Join a backpacking troupe. Like, I don't... You don't need to drag her into everything you like. Yeah. You're allowed to have your own hobbies, buddy. So he insists on teaching her how to float because she's, in fact, his baby and not his wife. But then it turns, I guess, romantic. And the way he does it is much gentler and sweeter than anything that was done (laughs) by our other, you know, anointed teacher, Elijah Wan, when he was trying to not teach. (laughs) Which is push, push, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just a situation where, same situation, it's an adventure one person's more excited to have and less trepidatious about having, and the other person, um, you know, needs the support to be able to relax and have fun. And in the case of Steve Noy, it happens, and it does not with O and Katina. Yeah. But, but you know, with Noy and Steve, they're they're so cute. Like, of course, it's going to be like he's all gentle and he's like, I got you. Like, oh, it's it's a cute moment. It's yeah, fine. They're adorable. The directions also were like so specific and adorable where he's like, OK, now lean back where like the water hits your ears. Like, yeah. But he's like. Just like he had thought or he had taught other people how to swim. It just was very sweet. And yeah, you know, I think we all like to see that in our partners, that like ability to kind of explain things calmly and like it's hot. It's hot. And I think if it's presented correctly, yeah, someone's like not being not getting off on knowing more than you. Yeah, not man, like mansplaining vibes, but just like very just nicely teaching you something in a sweet way is like, okay, this is hot, you know, like, oh, wow, I could envision you teaching our offspring how to ride a bike, you know? Exactly. 
then you get all gushy. Yeah, that's cause... that's gushy. That's and Noi was getting gushy. You could tell. Oh yeah, and you could see that the way she relaxed as it kept going versus Katina, whose anxiety kept going up. Yeah. In an uncomfortable situation, I mean, that's just like all you need to know to see like which approach is the correct approach. Right. It's I just. <sighs> I, I don't like ever just like come on don't be a jerk you like Steve that's simple you know you can also ask somebody do you want me to teach you how to float you know you don't have to be like look this is what you're doing yeah and you're if riding you want a horse if you want to have fun <laughs> you're gonna be down with this don't hold me back well they're adorable I think it's gonna work out for them I see baby yeah you know I think they're they're good I think they're gonna she's gonna fall in love with camping I just see it for them yeah. All right, so Michael and Jasmina. Ah, uh, yeah. So do you have any thoughts up top before? Uh... I mean, first of all, I felt like they kind of got stuck with like the most boring kind of little adventure date thing. Like he was like, I can't even swim. And then it was like this weird competitive thing of like, well, I bet I can swim better than you. And I was just like, I, like, it just highlighted their communication issues in general, just sort of, what am I supposed to get from these two? Like, they're not even interesting enough where I hate one of them. It just seems like two people who are who just are more and more realizing they don't get along. She presents it to Elijah Wan and Katina as, you know, the difference between us is that I can see both sides and he's just, nah. And then he says, huh, that's weird, because I thought the same thing about you. Yeah. Okay, I love it. She's immediately offended and says, I bet you did. Yeah. It's real vibe. Very hilarious to me. But then they're in a waterfall. She gives them another chance. Yeah. They hug. They make out. It's very attractive. Um, He tries to tell her something about his childhood and getting beat up that somehow he made sound so boring. So that I, like, boring. Yeah. I was literally like, what is this little origin story? I don't care. Okay. You got bullied. I, ju- I just don't believe this is the end of their, I don't think they really solved any communication issues with this. It was just her kind of being like, okay, I accept this. I'll give you another chance until I get annoyed with it again. And it was also pretty unrelated to the situation. The story he told. Yeah. If you're going to try to, like, make me sit at a rock and make me feel better about what's been going on and then you just tell me about getting your ass beat for no reason, I'm confused. Yeah, like, I don't, what do you need from me, buddy? Like, have you, have you, do? is that what you and your therapist talk about? Is there more to that? He's, like, one of those guys that's so uncomfortable sharing any feelings that he's, like, I don't know, I'll share a memory, I guess. Is yeah. That like, a feeling? Exactly. <laughs> he's, like, well, this is a memory. And then it's, like, okay, do you want to connect that with anything? And he's just, that's, like, where he stops. He's, like, almost there, but no. Yeah, that's all he's got. That's all, that's all he can do at the moment. I think he's just, uh, he's just getting to a place where hopefully he can get good at communication. I don't know if it's going to be at the rate that, she's going to be comfortable with, but yeah, I, I don't think so. Also, how do you make a story about you getting your ass beat boring? Right. I was like, Oh, is this some dark, like twisted, you know, thing? And then it was just like, no, not really. That was just, I don't know. Kind of life. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Like that should be a hilarious 
and or moving story. Yeah. You got nothing, man. Like, come on. what? I, but, you know, it worked, I guess. Yeah. She was like, all right, I guess he said some stuff. I tuned out. I hope, sure hope it was related to, to our situation. Yeah. Let's go hug, hug in the waterfall. Uh, he, they eat breakfast. Yeah. He apparently has never seen locks. Yeah, that was interesting, I guess. Um, I'm sure, I guess. Is that just like not having been around Jews and Jewish food? I would guess I, he's from or New York in New York. Maybe? Yeah, I would guess like Boston, like not really like part of the coast where it's like, oh, I'm going to grab like, you know, a bagel and schmear. He's probably like I go to Dunkin Donuts, you know, mm. I think. Yeah. So I was a little like, yeah, OK. I, you know, I couldn't necessarily hold it, hold it against him. Oh, I'm not mad at him. I was just mad at the fact that he's never tasted them. <laughs> yeah. Because it's delicious. But I also was thinking, interesting how regional breakfast works. Because that the thing, the first thing it made me think of is probably not a lot of like Jewish delis or whatever. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's Boston. Duh. Yeah. Uh, the most some of the most anti-Semitic shit that's ever happened to me was in was Boston. Was in Boston. No surprise. But I also then was thinking like, oh, yeah, but also any New Yorkers know locks. And Boston's kind of close to New York. So it also tells me he doesn't really go to New York. Yeah. I feel like uh, I get the like vibe that he's probably very like insular, like has his look like community things that he does. You know, maybe he goes to New York, but he's just like hanging with his people. I don't think like he didn't seem yeah. that like exploratory like he didn't seem like he wanted to uh, like push himself you know he's definitely not uh, <laughs> adventurous yeah like Elijah Wan and Steve you know so. he wasn't in there like let me learn how to swim he was just like I know my boundaries and I'm good to sit here <laughs> yes and there, there's honestly mad respect for that nothing wrong with that yeah so he the last thing is he just tells her that he wakes up at like four in the morning or yeah. four thirty in the morning. And she asked the only question that I was going to ask, which is, does your alarm sound like eh, eh, eh? and he was like, yeah, yeah. Like if yeah, if you're getting up that early, you have to have that kind of alarm. That's the only one that works. But it made me upset because I'm like, at least make it some chiming bells or something because I'm not getting up. But once you do that, uh, 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 like I'm gonna have a heart attack and try to go back to sleep. Yeah. But I mean, if you try to do the like nice bells that early, you're just going to go back to sleep. Anytime I've tried to be like, okay, I got to get up at four, but I'm going to just like try to make it nice. You just sleep through it. It has to be something where you're like phone in the next room, horrible noise that I'm going to have to get up to stop. So mm, next room is good. Yeah, that's that's I next think, room is real good. That I think is a compromise they could maybe find. But I was also like, why? Why? Why are you waking up that early? What do you got to do? Why is he the I forget what he does. Is he the trainer? I think that was probably why he gets up early. <sighs> well, we finally made it through all the boring shit <laughs> to get to the only couple that married. <sighs> Uh, that marries yeah. the only couple that matters. Matt, yeah, probably won't marry. In fact, one hundred percent no. This is the story of Chris 
and the beast that is Alyssa, who just so much gumption this episode. She makes no sense, but she believes in herself so much that you almost start to root for her until you're like, no, this makes no sense. She is so crazy. Another classic person that like has, you know, weaponized, like weaponized white woman tears. She cries more often in this episode than I think maybe I've cried in the last month. Definitely. Yeah. And I kind of cry a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's I, I don't cry much, but she had me beat like probably at least the last six months. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really and, and it's shocking. Not, yeah, it's not like she's crying because, oh, it hurts to to, you know, go through this process of, of caring about someone in marriage, like, you know, like some of the other reasons the other couples have. She is just crying because uh, a totally selfish reason. She is afraid of how bad she will look. Uh, she is afraid of not getting her way. Uh, basically, she's just throwing temper tantrums the entire episode. I also enjoy that after we've already heard her scream on a previous episode, I'm a fucking good person. Yeah. It happens at least 10 times in this episode. Oh, yeah. Constantly. She's just like, and I'm really nice. There's one point, one part where she was like, and I like, you're lucky that I'm like being so nice. Cause if I wasn't, I'd like burn this whole place down. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, she is a monster. She is a bad person who has so little awareness of herself and the way she treats people that it allows her to still cast herself in the victim role, regardless of like the signals that she's getting from other people. Exactly. Trying to stay in the game. And that was a quote is how she refers to continuing with her marriage with Chris. Yeah. And that's at the beginning of the That's episode, the like beginning there. where it's like, so, and by the time Chris is like, Oh, I realize that's your strategy. Like you just like, she's such a tool. She's just trying to play a game and be on TV. Like, come on. It's very pathetic. She plays tennis with him because I assume it's the, the sport where they could be the furthest away from each other. Yeah. Then, um, she is so shitty about even giving him the attention for tennis that she wears flip-flops. Yeah, it's like you could immediately tell she did not want to play because she did not even come ready to play. It was just like, what? You're doing the bare minimum. And it just felt like every 10 minutes you could tell the producers had to take her aside and be like, come on, we need footage of something other than you crying and not wanting to be here. It's just disrespectful. Yeah. It's so disrespectful to just show with your entire body, face, language, and feet <laughs> that you do not want to be here. Yeah, and Chris is just sitting there so politely, so nicely, just being like, okay, well, whenever you stop being a baby, I'll be here. He was being such a sweetie. I truly felt bad for him yeah, again. Constantly. There was no winning with her. And then... When he asks her if she's having fun, which I'm like, Chris, don't. It, yeah. Don't open this door, Chris. I was like, buddy, I get it. But like, don't set yourself up like this. Come on. 
And then she goes, well, it's a little hot out, but whatever. So now he's responsible for the weather. For the weather. Uh, it's all his fault, actually. Actually. So because he's nice, he goes, okay, well, then do you want to hang out and talk? And then her face looks like he just asked if he could fuck her grandma. Yeah. And he is still saying shit like, I'm a tenacious person. So, you know, I'm going to keep going. And I this is my strength. and. I'm like, this God is not a strength him. at yeah. this point. I was like, buddy, at this point, you're a masochist. You want to hurt yourself. That's why you're putting, like, you should have left, like, the minute she was like, I'm not going to, like, actually play tennis with you. You should have been like, look, just send me home. You should have never been on that honeymoon with her. Yeah. After she did you dirty like that after the wedding, you should have been out. Yeah. Come on. So have some he did not have us there, Ashley, to help. He did have every single other person in his life, as we find out later, (laughs) telling him that he should stop being married to her. Her. Yeah, literally everyone. Lindsay, Mark, everybody's like, yo, come on. He said, my friends, (laughs) her friends, her mom, her dad, and the bridesmaids. The bridesmaids, my landlord. told him (laughs) a guy at the grocery store every single person the postmates guy everybody said the same thing you have to stop you got you have to stop trying she hates you does not like so he asks if she wants to move in with him because he clearly does not care about himself and she says no i'm not comfortable with that I, however, would love to move into that apartment because it's not fair if I don't get to have that experience. And if I live there, if I don't live there and it's like, if the girls are like hanging out or something and like, I'm not. And like, yeah, like, what if they all have like fun without me? Like, what do I do? It's like really unfair to me. Yeah, like, please. Like, it makes, like, no, you don't get to just have a fun time with the other girlies. Like, that's not why we're here. Do you think you're just going to get free rent and new friends that don't hate you on a show that's called Married at First First Sight? Sight? Like, without your fucking husband? husband? These people don't want to be friends with you. Everyone hates you. You just have not realized it yeah so this is just the entire thing is so cringe he's like so why do do you not want to move in no okay why do you want to talk about it i want to stop this i want to stop this right now because you're saying that i wasn't committed yeah but like i am committed i'm as committed as you yeah which is like no you're not no because he's down to play tennis he's willing to actually try like you're the one who, you know, like Lindsay and Mark said, looked at the book and said, no, thank you. I enjoy that she's so sunburnt during this whole yes, episode. I, I did. Appro- like, that felt a little like karma. I was like, OK, I hope it hurts. It may- <laughs> yes, definitely. It made me think of like the Bible and like the Mark of Cain. I'm like, they're just going to keep her lobster red so everyone knows she's poisoned. Yeah, just mean. <laughs> like, come on. So he's, again, saying, I want to move in with my wife. Uh, 
bro, that ship has sailed. She, when she's talking to the producers and crying again, says that his hand gestures are aggressive. (laughs) And the producer goes, they're just his hand gestures. And she's like, no, he's like, Pointing and stuff like I hate yeah, it. Like, I fucking he's hate it. Doing nothing. He's literally just sitting there calmly talking and just she starts yelling. It's wild. He's being alive. Yeah, breathing. Uh he, his eyes are looking around. He's blinking. She doesn't like that. She hates everything about that. Every single thing. And as she's saying that his hand gestures are aggressive, she follows that up with, I'm not being portrayed in a good light. yes that like her biggest concern is like oh no my mom thinks i'm gonna look mean and it's like you're going to look mean because you're being mean there's no way to edit this footage so that you look like a nice person yeah there's no amount of cutting re-editing that they could do there's just no footage you just would not be in the show yeah there's no like there's nothing you can even take from him to make him look bad. Like, there's nothing. You've literally been a bitch in every scene that we've seen you in. Exactly. Name one nice thing you've done for anyone. Anyone. During this entire process. Even a nice or helpful thing you've said. She couldn't even give him a compliment. No. I mean, for to his parents. It was... Ugh. So, she is sick. Of being the good person, she says. She hates him. She screams she hates him. Very nice. He's an asshole. He's doing me dirty and it's disgusting. He's treating me like that. He's a fucking car salesman who sells houses. Huh? What? That's a real estate agent, girl. Huh? Like, what? Is this supposed to be... Are you trying to diss him? I I don't understand. You just said an observation, I guess, that he sells houses. It's just weird. You can tell how bratty she is and that she thinks it's demeaning to both sell cars and houses. Yeah, like, what do you, you think that means he's sleazy? Because it doesn't. And he's been so nice to her that the idea that he's sleazy because of his job is just so ridiculous. Yeah. And saying that it's disgusting that he's treating her like that. Wow. How? In Russian, there's this expression. Which means like, how does your tongue turn to say that? You know? Which yeah. is like, how? How? Yeah, like how, how? How can your mouth fix itself to say that? Yeah. Exactly. It's the, yeah. And exactly. I think, yeah, it's like everything she's saying. It's like, are you just a monster? Like, how can you... Do this to this guy. She says, why does he get into to move into the apartment? And I don't. It's not fair. Uh, Okay. He didn't say he was going to move yeah, in there. Yeah, he doesn't seem interested at all. Like, he isn't here to make friends and, like, hang out. He said he wants to move in there with you or go live his fucking life, life yeah. free of your insanity. She, that's not how she sees it. She is screaming at the producers. Finally, my favorite producer says, 
It's not called single at first, first sight. sight. Yeah, finally, someone like calls her out. This is not a show where you're single in a building that yeah. we pay for and you get to drink and hang out on camera with other girls. So she, uh, she, yeah. she says, if I don't come off as fucking nice, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. I'm sorry, what? This is why we love Katina. Because now we get to the parts where she is being a fool in front of other people and other people are starting to weigh in. Katina says, so it sounds like you just took what his friends and family said as the law and then you just refused to get to know him. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Katina. Thank you for breaking it down. It's just incredible. Then, after Alyssa tries to deflect again, Katina goes, you don't like him physically, (laughs) and you have to tell him. Yeah. Like, finally, someone's like, you have to be real about this. What are you doing? Like, like, because even he had said to, like, Mark and Linda, he was like, I haven't heard her necessarily say she's not attracted to me. And it's like, come on, buddy. That's all she's saying. Yeah. You don't know how to take literally all of the signals yeah so he's still when he's talking to mark and Lindsay and getting their opinion on a situation they're just like dude you've done everything you can what the fuck she treats you terribly get out of this yeah he is still being relentlessly positive to a masochistic extent with them about it at this point, while he's being relentlessly positive, Alyssa's telling the girls that she'd rather they never matched her at all if she was going to ma- be matched with someone like Chris. Which is like, what a jerk thing to say. Like, you can go home. You don't have to be here. You don't have to be matched. Like, why are you just here to be mean to him? Even the worst people on this show still get it together enough to say, you know, even though this marriage isn't what, you know, I wanted, it really taught me this about myself. So even though the marriage was a failure, I don't think the experience was or whatever the fuck. This bitch can't even get it together to take anything positive out of this. Yeah. Like it's still like she can't even be like, oh, at least I got a vacation. No, everything about this sucks. So it's like, why are you still putting up with it? Like, what do you think is going to be different if you move into the apartment? No rent for her. That's what's going to be different. I mean, yeah. And it's uh, like for no rent, put a smile on your face and just like try. Try a little. Try a bit to get to know this guy. Try a little. She is trying to make a compromise by letting him live in the apartment for a month. And then her live in the apartment for a month, like trade off. Yeah. Wait, like, is that allowed? Are they allowed? Like what? No, it's not I allowed. I was like, what would the point of that be? Like you, I live there too. It's like, no, this is like he said, this isn't a divorced parent thing where they are sharing the show. These aren't children. Like what? What is the it, point? It was so nasty because it's just clear that she is in no way there for him yeah. or for marriage or anything. We find out the the reason she doesn't want to cut bait in addition to the apartment is because 
of her free Costa Rica vacation. Yeah. We find that out because after Lindsay tries not to laugh her way through Alyssa just flinging all this bullshit in front of everyone and saying, I don't want to talk about this, blah, 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 blah. And all Alyssa's dude is trying to be like, please just release me into the ocean. If you're not going to eat me, please release me. Yeah, into the just sea. let me go. In front of everyone he's asking because she's refused to talk to him on camera, off camera. He's like, okay, what if everyone's on in the scene? Yeah, yeah, what if everybody's here? Like, we have to talk. She still says she's uncomfortable. She doesn't want to do this in front of everyone. And he's not being sensitive. And he's making her look bad. And it's important for her that everyone knows that this is painful for her and isn't her fault. And then she starts crying yep. for the one millionth for the, time. Yep. Lindsay is trying to choke down laughter as everyone's trying not to look at her like this bitch. This bitch, like, which kudos to Lindsay. I thought she, you know, she actually did kind of keep her composure. <laughs> she covered it with a shrimp, yeah, uh, yeah. a hand and then a shrimp. Love it. But uh, then Alyssa promises that he's not going to make her look bad. He wants, he's trying to make me look bad. And it's not going to happen because I'm a good fucking person, which again, we needed to hear for the one millionth time. I want everyone to remember that this isn't my fault is just such an incredible reversal of the actual truth. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Then we see uh, Elijah Wan in his talking head. And he goes, I've never seen anything powerful like that in my life <laughs> before, in real life before. Yeah. Like, wow, that was so powerful, man. He was so impressed. Yeah. Basically, that Chris wouldn't take her shit anymore and was like, hey, what are we doing? Tell me, do you want to be married or not? That. Elijah Wan had never seen that kind of honesty before. And yeah. I think it it never occurred to him that it could happen. Yeah, like, oh, I could just be direct with a woman instead of playing mind games. Holy shit. And constructing a whole other identity. Yeah, wow. Never, never thought of this. He was confused, elated. It was it was like the first time someone had like seen a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> he, that is how his whole vibe was yeah like a new world had been opened and he was like wow and he said that's love you know because it was embarrassing <laughs> he just put himself out there that was love uh, i think he meant vulnerable but to him vulnerability is embarrassing it's, yeah it's like for him i think it's like he said how he was feeling and i don't like that <laughs> that made exactly. me uncomfortable like i'm sorry what feelings when chris breaks it down though he does not take it easy on her in the best way he goes she's already referred to the marriage as the experience she yeah. wants to enjoy the experience not the process yeah so they have a face-to-face -face. we've had a lot of conversations about why we're not compatible chris like there's like a lot of reasons and then he's like okay like what 
Then there's silence, and the producers play some shady music, which I love. <laughs> Always gotta love that. That's when you know it's about to get real. It's about to get real, is it? <laughs> she checks out again by saying, right now, mentally, I can't have this conversation. But I will later. And he's like, when? Yeah, like, that is why we're here. This is what we're doing right now. When is this going to happen? And she goes, well, we're leaving Costa Rica tomorrow. And so I think she's going to be like, so I have to give you an answer tonight. Yeah. But she goes, so sometime next week. I think she's going to try to get a little time in that in that apartment. I think she's she, going to like milk it for as long as she can. She's going to move in. Good yeah. luck moving her out. That's what's going to fucking like, happen. She's going to move in and be like, I just don't understand. I am trying. Look, I moved into the apartment. Like, how can you say I'm not trying? I'm here. And then she'll probably like never like allow him to be in the same room as her. Like she'll be oh, like 100%. Yeah, she, I feel threatened. Yeah. Like, no, you can't be in the kitchen when I'm cooking. You have to wait in your room. It's going to be horrible. If he doesn't ask to sit in another fucking row from her on the way back from Costa Rica and never see her again, except for when he, yeah. when the tell all happens, he is making a huge mistake. Yeah. Like I, he has, he, if he, Keeps putting up with it at a certain point. I want to be like, okay, man, I think maybe you're into how mean she is to you. Like, actually, you want this. Well, next week, she's going to have an answer. But giving you an answer right now wouldn't be fair to me. Yeah. Well, I really don't think she'll have an answer. Yeah. I think she's just going to keep extending it. She's just going to keep pulling it out. Until he fucking just breaks it off, she's going to keep pulling the shit yeah. I'm here right now, aren't I? Okay, if I didn't want to be here. Uh-huh. If I wanted a divorce, would I be would here I right be here? now? And it's like... He- not talking to you or looking at you or touching, touching you or, or spending trying. time with you. And he's just like, I was just trying to, you know, uh, be married forever. Like what? Like, And she's like, me too. And it's like, no. No, you're not. You're clearly not. Okay, but we're, like, in the same situation. And then he goes, no, we're not. (laughs) Just no. (laughs) He just had enough of her shit. And then he's like, she's not here for the right reason. Yes, I am. More crying. Constantly more crying. I feel like more crying is her motto. Um, And... Chris says, not a single person has said, keep going. <laughs> Chris, take a hint, my man. Just go. Just go, Chris. You know? Well, that was a very intense, juicy episode. So juicy. Thank you for being here, Ashley, and uh, um, adding to the juice. I'm glad I could be here to see the end of this these horrible honeymoons for these people, like only Steve and Noy, I think, are like, wow, you two had a good time. You did it right. And now it's going to get so much more delicious and, and just like horrible because they're just con- contained in the same apartment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Honeymoon's over. K1s, I know that you were anxiously awaiting Ashley Ray's horoscope update. She predicted the signs of all the maths couples the last episode 
of maps that we covered, and we were going to reveal their actual signs this episode. But guess what? These two stoners hit a (laughs) snag because it turns out that some people do not have their birthdays readily available online. However, we will absolutely Instagram Snoop and find those birthday pics and do our research and compile a list. And Ashley will be back. Oh, yeah. And she will tell us more horoscope things. We will compare her original predictions to these. Yeah. She will also do the same for 90 days. We will get to the bottom of it. I promise. (laughs) I trust you. Ashley, you're so wonderful. Thank you so much for filling in for Miles. Anytime. This was so great. It was a true delight having you. Can you tell the people where they can find you? Say, where can they watch your stand-up on Uh, their uh, screens? You can watch me on HBO Max. I did their 2021 queer comedy special. Where can they listen to your Say podcast, You can listen to my podcast, TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Anywhere you listen to podcasts features a ton of 90 Day Fiance content and some of your other favorite shows. And you can always just follow me on on social media at the Ashley Ray on Twitter and Instagram. And if you live in L.A., Ashley has a live show that she co-hosts with the very funny and lovely Barbara Gray. Yes. It's called High Gear. So K-1s, it would be right up your alley. Check Ashley's socials for that. Yeah. It's uh, once a month at the airliner in L.A. We post all the dates. You'll see it. It's great. (laughs) And guys... You are the best listeners, friends, fans, K-1s. You are the real family that we wanted and deserved because our actual family refuses to talk this much about 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening and for letting us do the show. Please consider supporting us because we're independent so we can pay Casey and Brian. If you want to support us, check us out on patreon.com slash 420 Day Fiance. You can always follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 420 Day Fiance. Chat with us on Twitch on Mondays at twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. And God, I think that's fucking it. This is, if I had to say another link, I, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Thank you guys for everything. Oh, yes, that is, there is one more link. 420dayfiance.com for merch. Yeah, get that merch. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Check you later. Meow, meow. Bye. 420 Day Fiance.